0: and Welcome to episode 92 of the True Achievements podcast. Uh, Rich is away as he mentioned last week, he hasn't decided to join us remotely like he suggested, unfortunately. So, you're stuck with me, and Jack is obviously here. How are you doing, Jack?
1: Hello, how are you doing?
0: Buzzing Friday, upon us.
1: you're always buzzing, you can't help buzz it. In. Yeah,
0: <laughs> seven days a week, buzzing. All right, so. Let's start with you. I know you haven't played anything in your own tag, but you've done a couple of streams this week.
1: Yeah, just for two streams this week, so I had, uh, didn't do anything on Tuesday, but turned on the uh, computer for streaming yesterday. So we started off with N++ Ultimate Edition for an hour, and this is the successor to N++, or N+, sorry, and it is pretty much exactly the same. Okay. As you'd expect So it's a little puzzle platform where you play a... I say it's a platform, there's obviously a lot of platform in it, but every level is just uh, constrained to the screen. Right. And you play a little ninja, you've got to try and get to the exit door of the level, and along the way you'll either have to flick a switch to open the door, um, or kind of flick some other switches to make parts of the level move, avoid enemies... And it's all about getting into the door in the quickest time possible and trying to collect all the gold if you can. So little gold blocks that go around the screen. And they... I'm not sure if they increase the score or increase your time. Um, but either way, and there are some achievements attached to those, so you will want to be getting those as you go through. And there are tons and tons and tons and tons and tons, and tons of levels in it. <laughs> um, I didn't... I think played through about two-thirds of the introduction set of levels. And each panel is kind of a four-by-four panel, so 16 um, little blocks. And then in each of those, there's five levels. And then you've got like 10 of those or whatever. Somebody in the chat was saying there are 500-plus levels, which is crazy. Um, But it's a pretty fun game Um, it's one of those things where there's a little bit of muscle memory involved and you want to be playing the same level over and over again until you can kind of perfect it and sometimes you'll just have really bad runs at it and really bad attempts Um, but sometimes it'll just all click and you'll kind of get all the gold and be jumping around like some kind of cat but it's um, (laughs) it's pretty fun Not much more to it than that Um, I think there is actually a multiplayer mode as well Which I didn't dive into And a local co-op mode So there are not only single player levels But you've got sets of co-op levels as well Which I'm guessing they're going to Swap things up so you might have a level Where you've got Two sides that are separate And maybe one person has to push switches on one side To help you advance and vice versa Um, So they could bring some really cool mechanics in With that stuff
0: Look, and it's 12 quid. that game
1: yeah, I think I think they're selling it based on the popularity of the last one, aren't they? A little bit.
0: Yeah, like, I didn't play the first one, but I do know it was uh, pretty well regarded. Like People seem to mention it fondly.
1: It, it was kind of one of the original games, wasn't it? It was when you asked somebody, oh, what have you played, or what would you recommend I play? What game should I get? And people used to go, oh, M+. Yeah, definitely. But this one feels a bit better to me that Irrespective, it's got a thousand gamer score because it is a tough game. And if you're working for the achievements, and in the first one it was an arcade, so you only had your 200 points, and that was a lot of effort for 200 gamer score. Whereas with this, you're getting full 1000, so already 4.7k TA. Wow,
0: two have completed it out of 408 <laughs> gamers.
1: That's not too bad. There are achievements for dying in it as well, so even if you're not good at it, there are definitely. Four achievements you can get.
0: Yeah, because I think that's the two you pop with a dime, there. not they?
1: Yeah, I popped um, die during the solo introduction and die one hundred times, but there <laughs> are also die one thousand times and die five thousand times. Ah, oh, let explore the options menu. Could have done that. Twenty-five game score.
0: See, so this is where you need Rich when you stream, and he would have been all over that one.
1: Mm. But it's, it's crazy that like one of the achievements uh, get all gold in the solo introduction. That's going to take a long time, I think. Because the set of introduction levels was that, um, I believe it was that 16 blocks of five levels per block. Because had a lot of content in there. A lot of content in there. If you like kind of fiddly platforming and muscle memory and learning levels and playing levels over and over, it's definitely one to pick up.
0: Okay. And then after that, you streamed a game that Will did a... um first impressions video for recently The Hunter Called The Wild he didn't particularly enjoy it from going from his video but you said you seemed to like it
1: yeah it was pretty uh, pretty good Um, it was, so I've only played in, uh, hunting game wise there's pretty much only Cabela out there I think isn't it so there's not much competition so it's weird to see another game pop up that is a hunting game But it it was really good. It was much better. Obviously, Cabela, the graphics aren't fantastic. Um, I haven't played the ones on the Xbox One, so I can't really comment on that properly, I suppose. But this, I went into it with a kind of Cabela mindset. I was thinking, it's going to be kind of an animal. It's just going to appear. It's going to be not a lot to it. Usually, it's kind of walk 20 meters and you spot something and then shoot it you're done blah 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 <laughs> um, but this was amazing so firstly it looked fantastic it was yeah, it did look nice. much much better looking than I thought uh, it starts you off and you're kind of on a hill looking down a pathway turn around there's a big rock behind you you walk up to the rock you can kind of see all the proper surface textures and there's moss and stuff on the rock um, you have a little like phone with you called your like tracker mate or something and uh, that points you in the direction of some objectives and where you can go. There are two world maps to choose from, but it's pretty much open world when you get into it. Yeah, the map looks huge. So you pick the map, it dro- drops you at a start point, and then you can just wander around and explore. And as you're wandering around, you'll come across some like animal droppings or some hoof prints, and you can examine those. And uh, with the hoof prints, it'll give you an idea of a direction the animal's traveling in, or if there's some grass that's been pushed over. Then you can kind of follow that and track the animals properly as you're going through. And it, I was playing for about, I think, 40 minutes before I even saw anything, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, sounds terrible, but it was kind of a thriller for chase. It was like creeping through some bushes and. Uh, trying to look for the deer that we were um, hunting but we eventually had come across one i think we ended up with um four kills overall um but we started popping achievements all over the shop for actually getting the kills yeah you'd shoot the um animal so after tracking it for a little while shoot it and you want to aim for the vital organs so the game's giving you tips and hints actually going through you have a rifle binoculars and um things that can imitate animal calls to help you as you're playing. So there's a lot lot to it. And you've got scent bottles and stuff, so you can put scent down. Um, as you're actually walking around, there's a compass. And there's a green triangle on the compass. And that face, that shows you the direction of the wind. You want to try and stay downwind from the animals so that your scent doesn't blow over. Otherwise, they'll become scared and you'll get kind of a vocalized warning. They'll tell you, like... The animals noticed you're there. It's either seen you, heard you, or smelt you, and it's running away. So there's quite a a lot to it, but it was a lot better than I thought it'd be. And um, after killing the animals, you then harvest the animals. That gives you currency, which you can then use to go and buy new weapons. As you're wandering around, you'll come across kind of hides and buildings, and you can mark those on your map, which opens fast travel points um you couldn't swim in it <laughs> which um I, I don't know if it's normal to swim when you're hunting but, worth <laughs> <a shot. laughs> but it seemed to, like there's a lake that took up most of the map or like half of the map so you're kind of circling around the lake and then most of it was somewhere you couldn't go right, okay. Yeah, but it was good though great um it looked the part for one. Uh, the audio was really good as well. As you were walking around, it wasn't kind of standard looped audio you'd expect. It felt different and like like it was unique for each part. You could kind of hear the animals from a distance, and it's about utilising all of your senses in a game, which doesn't happen often. Well, it's not games don't promote that usually.
0: But... What was the actual like handling of the guns like? So I, I often find you know were they like not because it was like looked like a first person shooter but sometimes the handling's just shocking on game uh-huh. yeah
1: it wasn't too bad um the i only used the rifle in it which was a rifle i started with um but as you were so you had um you could hold the left trigger to scope in then you used the up and down on the d-pad to zoom in and out right so it's pretty standard then right trigger to shoot um, one thing that did happen if you were sprinting across the map, it'd increase your heart rate. And then if you stopped because you saw an animal and aimed in, your scope would be wobbling about more because yeah, of your increased right, heart rate. Okay. So you needed to slow down before that and let your heart rate go back down before your scope would um, happen. The only kind of controls I did find a bit clunky was switching between stuff. Right. So you push the... It was uh, Y was actually reload, Um, so I was pushing Y to initially try and switch. But it was the shoulder buttons, and there seems to be a real kind of big pause. So you'd push a shoulder button and it'd go from your gun to your binoculars. Then you push it again and you only seem to be able to cycle through, um, either left or right, through your weapons. You couldn't kind of hold the button and pull up a radial menu to quick pick anything, which would have been nice, because if you see a deer. And you're like on your animal calling device, you've got to cycle through another calling device, then a pair of binoculars, (laughs) then you finally get to your gun. And by that time, it's probably ran off. (laughs) Um, But
0: I just nobody's completed that game yet. Looking at some of the achievements, like get a trophy, every trophy animal in the game, take a photo of every trophy animal in the game. Like, I can imagine that's pretty tough going, but it's at 9,000 TA at the minute.
1: Okay, quite a lot then.
0: But that, that's 32 quid.
1: It's like a proper game though. I was saying this one, it was surprising. I installed it and I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like one or two gigs standard ID size, but it's 17 gigs. Yeah. Um, you can obviously see where a lot of that size goes with the textures and stuff looking so great. But I think the people watching the stream were very surprised as well how good it was. Loads of people going, oh, i not usually into this kind of thing, but this looks really quite fun and quite good.
0: Yeah, there was quite a few people looking to win that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. And in the two uh, or oh, in the hour we played that one, we got six achievements for forty-five games. So, not too bad either.
0: Okay, and somebody asked last week. They said that they they kind of listen to these when they're in the car, the podcast, and <laughs> they go, "Oh, that game sounds quite good," and then they can't remember what it is, and they can't skip back, so that was N++ Ultimate Edition was first, Mm -hmm. and the Hunter called the Wild was the, obviously, the hunting game.
1: (laughs) Yep, and that's they've the Hunter a bit weird, they haven't put a space between the (laughs) and Hunter, so if you're searching for it, make sure you don't put a space either, or just search for Call of the Wild, it'd be easier.
0: Okay, so moving on, what I've been playing, did a little bit of FIFA, so we, funny story, our review copy of FIFA didn't arrive. I was like, I'm not bothered. I'll just, I'm, I was, I was going to buy it anyway. So I've been playing it away. And then it showed up, I think it was either Saturday or Monday, like battered. Like, <laughs> looked like it had been through hell to get it. <sighs> quickly scrambled through finishing the journey, which like I was towards the end anyway. But it was the last sort of like chapter of it, you've got to play quite a few matches. So did that. So, I, The review's partly written, so I should try and get it up today or tomorrow, I imagine. Um, Some more Destiny 2. I did the trials of the Nine. So basically, you need a team of four. You can't... There's no matchmaking or anything for it. You can't find four randoms. you got to actually have a team of four. So we got four of us together from the... There's like a clan on... I think you can have like 100 members. So there's like a clan on... A TA clan. So we got four of us together. Went and did that. You've only... had. The, thing, the way it works is I think there's seven matches you can play. You need to win seven matches like back to back and you get like a super reward. But the achievement is just for winning one match. So managed to get that. And then I started Middle Earth Shadow of War. I'm, <laughs> the first time I played it, it's a really dark game and I was playing it like Saturday last week in the day and I couldn't see anything on the screen, you know, because the sun <laughs> was too bright. So I left it, went back to it. A couple of nights ago so far really enjoying it like if you've played the first you know what to expect kind of thing it's very similar and where I'm up to I just finished Act 1 the, none of the do you know like the the building an army stuff and all that kind of thing has happened to me yet so it's basically like playing the first game but like obviously it looks pretty gorgeous looks better And it, but a lot of it is just that so far so I'm. it's hard to really have an opinion because none of the The stuff that they've been building up to in the towards release has actually happened to me yet. It hasn't taken long. I suppose it's taken, I guess, about five hours. But I've been, it's like a a typical kind of open world game. You know, like you go in and then there's all kind of side missions on the map that you can go and do. So I I reckon probably you could fly through that early bit in a couple of hours. But it was nice because I haven't played the first game for what however many years it has been—two years, three years. So being reminded, you know, about the combat system, and it's a pretty basic combat system, and, like, you get to grips with it, but these things like um chaining kills together, you get, like, a bit of a... You can do, like, executions and special kind of kills and stuff, so it just kind of reminds you of all that kind of stuff first, which was good, but, yeah, it looks amazing. Can't really say if it's great or anything spectacular yet because I haven't really experienced anything different than the first
1: game yet. Okay. Is that bad, though? Is, it, is more of the same good? Or do you think they could have made some changes and tweaks? To- I
0: mean, the first game was... I mean, it's basically been like a tutorial. Like, each time you do it, you kind of getting on-screen prompts, you know, with something new. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it makes sense, because I suppose there are people who haven't played the first one who need... or Like me, haven't played it for a long time. Because I tried doing it when it was on Playlist, mm-hmm. like a couple of months ago. I had a couple of achievements left, so I thought I'd jump in, and I just... I couldn't... I was just getting killed straight away because even though my uh, guy was pretty powerful, I couldn't remember doing you know, like some of the combos and how to drain people. Like you can kind of take over people's minds and make their heads explode and stuff. There's all kind of stuff, so it's kind of introduced it slowly so you can kind of it'll do it. You'll do a mission. It'll teach you like right. This is this one feature. Like now you can drain. And then it's like you'll play a mission where it's showing you how to drain, how to stealth kill and stuff. But from what I've played, like the combat seems very much like what I played of Assassin's Creed Origins. Maybe a little bit easier. Like a, 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 It still seems like it's kind of like a, a mishmash between what Origins is now and what the old... Uh, Assassin's Creed games where it's, it's pretty basic but you got to do a bit of dodging and stuff like rolling out the way and stuff for some enemies but yeah I mean it's good, I'm looking forward to trying more, Like I, I couldn't really put it down for the four hours or whatever until I realised it was like 3am and I thought yeah, i have to <laughs> go to bed now otherwise i will be well late for work tomorrow but yeah I'm looking forward to well, late for work some... like... <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get into it <laughs> some more over the weekend and...
1: okay, that sounds cool
0: alright let's move on to this week's news so we've got some side news the voting for November's TA playlist is now underway mm-hmm. uh, the games are Firewatch mm-hmm. Inside Ori and the Blind Forest and the Choring Test
1: mm-hmm.
0: all like I've played Inside that's it for me so any of them apart from Inside I'd be happy to give a go but Seems like a pretty solid month. I, I'm guessing, I, I don't know the results, I can't see them, but I'm guessing Chorincessi's going to win it.
1: Yeah, I think Churincess is probably going to win, because I think that's a pretty quick 1,000, isn't it?
0: Yeah, For easier. one and its
1: games with gold.
0: Games with gold minute. recently, or is it now? So yeah, it, it now. Makes sense. But I, I don't know, these all seem like um, Mark kind of games. <laughs> like yeah. the, the same kind of story-based thing, apart from Ori. Yeah.
1: I've heard some really good things about um, Firewatch, and visually it looks pretty good again. Um, It's kind of like a little bit of a simplified style, but it works really well for the game.
0: Yeah, I've seen a bit of it. Ori looks absolutely like I'm not going to play it just because um, platformers aren't really my thing. Yeah, it looks
1: quite fiddly, doesn't it? But it looks satisfying if you can... If you've got the skill to get through.
0: Yeah, you, like you. I think you'd probably enjoy it if you've not played it already. Like, you kind of like that kind of twitchy mechanic kind of thing. And, but like, visually and sound wise, it's amazing from what I've seen. So, so a good month to get involved if you haven't done it already, get voting now. I, I don't know if he ever puts like, no, there's no date on it you know, to say when the poll ends, but the poll ends in one week. So, I guess you've got two days To go and vote, get involved if you want to. Uh, Regular news, Battlefield 1, they've announced the Turning Tides expansion, which will be the third one. I think it's probably the last one for the season pass. This one, you're going to be taking... You're going to be playing as a British Royal Royal Marines in some different campaigns. Looks pretty cool from what I've seen of it. There's been a few little stories going around this week. Um, It's coming in December... And then there's the Eastern Storm, which is like the second expansion. It's going to be coming early November. So you've got the name of the Tsar, which has just come out. So there's quite a... Still smashing through content for that, like a year on, which is good to see. We got a story the other day, which um, has been announced now everywhere, but we picked it up first. Uh, The Telltale Games Mega Collection bundled nearly all of the like the... The point-and-click titles that they've done since 2012. So there was The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead Season 2, Michonne, uh, New Frontier, Game of Thrones, the two Batman games, Guardians of the Galaxy, Wolf Among Us, and Tales of the Borderlands. So I think that just leaves out the two Minecraft, I guess.
1: Yeah, and obviously the uh, PC versions of it as well if you're into stacking. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But uh, uh, have we got all the prices now. I know at the time it was like a one thousand two hundred thirty nine Hong Kong dollars. Do you know what the price is for us?
1: Yes, we do have prices. So we've got prices for the United States, Europe, and Canada. I've just queued it for an update, so we'll see if I come through. Um, in the United States, currently one hundred thirty dollars, one hundred thirty euros in Europe, and one hundred eight, uh, one hundred seventy five dollars in Canada.
0: Okay, so um, it sounds expensive, but for the amount of gameplay and the number of games you get in there, that's uh, decent if you've not played any of them. I'm I'm suspecting, like, all Telltale things that will probably go on sale at some point. Like, if you get, like, a 50% discount on that or something, then it's well worth picking up if you haven't
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, It's worth noting if you've got all the other games as well and you're just missing the Batman ones, they did release a Batman Telltale bundle as well same day as this one uh, just appeared a little bit later and that's got the all of the first um, first one and all of the second one in okay cool uh, which is pretty cool
0: but yeah a lot of love for that one if you've not played the the fall update that I've kind of been speaking about off and on for the last few podcasts I think that's now available for everybody basic things are you can customise your homepage with different pins you can move stuff around uh, so there's more pins you can sort of like feature like pin a gamer or a game and things so sort of like have it as quick access just by scrolling down there's the new guide with like moving horizontally uh-huh. for like the main menus rather than vertically like you did in the past, uh, it's, it's faster like I, I don't know I never really noticed a problem with the speed like it never bugged me but lots of people say they did And um, then you've got all the 4Ks downloads and file transfers and stuff. We've got a few stories on site. I'll link to this one. You can have a look at everything. It's quite big. Probably the biggest one we've had for maybe a year or two, I guess. But uh, like, I didn't like it at first, but I've got used to it now. They've improved some stuff since I got it early on. So thank God. We've had some Halo news. So the first one, Halo Master Chief Collection is going to get be getting an update in 2018. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing some updated matchmaking which is, I don't know, maybe three years too late for the game, possibly. <laughs> um, and it's going to get some Xbox One X enhancements. Not sure what they are, whether it's just certain games, because it's like, was it four games or five games with the DLC for it, I think? It? So I don't, don't know what's getting enhanced or not, but they're going to have more news coming soon. But 2018, if you're into that one. And then also continuing the Halo vibe, uh, they announced some stuff, there's some stuff around esports, probably the, the best thing is you're going to be able to go into Microsoft stores and do some Halo tournaments Uh that's kicking off now through till March, be interesting, and there's a, a thing called Halo Recruit, which is like a, a mixed reality download for Windows 10, it's more like a, an interactive movie rather than an actual game, but... If you're into Halo or want to get an introduction into Halo, that sounds like it could be there. Um, Halo 5 Guardians is getting a patch. So obviously we're getting enhancements for the Xbox One X, but they're also adding Oddball and some different kind of features and patches and things. You can have a look at that one. Uh, Halo Wars 2 is getting a patch. Obviously enhanced 4K for the Xbox One X. Um, Multiplayer patches, uh, they're going to be Xbox Arena, which is like the competitive thing that they do on xbox live is going to work with that and i think they're going to do cross play as well between xbox one and windows 10 so that's good if you can talk a mate into buying that and you want to play them and then there's going to be an xbox one s ultimate halo bundle coming um it's the 500 gigabyte white controller halo 5 guardians halo 5 master chief collection and a fourteen-day Xbox Live Gold trial and a free month of Games Pass.
1: That's that doesn't sound very. It sounds pretty ultimate, but just five hundred gigs. Halo Five is one hundred gigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: cheap collection. A bit, yeah. But uh, I think that's US only. There's a link to it if you're interested in that. Sad news this week. EA has closed Visceral Games, so they were obviously most famous recently for the Dead Space series. They were one of the companies they were working on. I think EA have got a few different Star Wars games in development. They were working on one of them.
1: It's always sad, isn't it, when a studio shuts down, especially a studio's had two games like Dead Space 1, Dead Space 2, Dead Space 3. I say two games, three games. I forgot about the <laughs> third one until I was speaking. But uh, When we've had a series of games that's been that, like big, it was almost like the horror game to go for back in the day, wasn't it? When,
0: yeah, three wasn't as popular. Was three the one where they started? There was
1: one where they started crowbarring multiplayer into it, and it got a bit, yeah, didn't work. I was
0: probably a bit forced by the publisher, I'm guessing, though.
1: Rather than, yeah, it's probably like, let's get some multiplayer in there, and get <laughs> some microtransactions, and some, i was surprised it didn't have loot boxes.
0: I was reading some, somebody quoted him, I don't know how accurate it was, but somebody at EA said that. Dead Space Two was sixty million dollars to make, and it sold only only sold four million copies. Like, I don't know. It sounds like a a tough gig if you only four million copies.
1: You've only sold four million though, and that's it's still not a lot, is it, in the grand scheme of things, especially with a cost of production that high.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure they'll... They, I saw there was lots of uh, tweets going around jobs for Visceral and stuff, so I'm sure they'll kind of get taken in by other companies because they, they've got a, a good rep this, as a studio for doing some yeah. decent quality. Dead Space wasn't my thing, but I, for, I played the first one a little bit, and it looked great. It, the sound's supposed to be amazing and stuff, so... Shame, we might get a, another Dead Space in a few years. as like a weird... Weird version, like a, an online version or something, probably. Just a reminder, if you haven't done so already, that the Choring Test and Medal of Honor Airborne and our free Wii games with gold. Choring Test is till the fifteenth of November, so just in time for playlist. If it wins, uh, Medal of Honor till the end of the month, and then you've also got Gone Home console edition still free until the end of this month. Madden NFL eighteen is free this weekend. And there's a mix of competition going on, like a prize pool. And You're probably going to have to be amazing at Madden to win that. But um, if it's a free weekend of Madden, you could probably finish the game and get the 1,000-gamer score.
1: How many hours do you think you'd need to put in to do that? Um, You think of a full weekend, or could you just play kind of six hours here, six hours there? I guess the
0: story mode is probably the longest, and it's probably about... Four hours I guess mm-hmm. try to see what my play time was right, I've got 33 hours logged but I like played some of it just for fun type thing as well so uh, in a weekend I reckon 15 hours you got, it depends if they cut like the uh, the story mode off at a particular point do you know like they, they do for EA access they'll like stop you advancing past a particular bit so it depends yeah if that so you can process. only get
1: kind of a couple of hours of a story yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it you doesn't it? I and mean, then yeah. you've got to buy it to continue.
0: If you can play the full story, then definitely completable in a, in, a, in the weekend. Nothing too hard. There's some kind of missable ones in the story, so you might want to like go through the walkthrough to just make sure you're picking everything up, but straightforward. And then, last bit of news this week Mass Effect Andromeda is now in the EA Access Vault. Doesn't seem like five minutes since that release, to be honest, but.
1: Yeah, it's only been about six or seven months, hasn't
0: it? Yeah, I don't know what the, the average time is, but that seems to come in really quick. I bet Richie's glad he bought it and spent his hours yeah, playing <laughs> it for half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> <but>.
1: <laughs> um, I, it just didn't go down well, did it? No, I think like there was it, so much controversy around it as well. Yeah, like yeah. people were moaning about the facial animation. <laughs> yeah,
0: then some of the images were brilliant.
1: Yeah, but it's. I don't know. It, it does seem like it's hit exceptionally quickly, but
0: the game is, is thirty-five quid digitally
1: 35 on the quid.
0: Xbox Store. That's like really cheap in it for yeah. That's pretty yeah, cheap. They the normally want fifty-four for us. Fifty-four, yeah. fifty-five quid. Okay, and that is it for the regular news. We've got no back compact news this week.
1: Yeah, tumbleweeds. We may have
0: next week because we picked up some yeah. things, but we're not really comfortable in saying what it is yet, I guess. Yeah,
1: some odd, odd changes and odd things being picked up uh, on Xbox's side. So hopefully more news on that soon, though.
0: Definitely. All right, let's move on to our questions. So question of the week is from Mike Piccin... Piccinino? Piccinino. Mike
1: yeah. Cappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: He asked, "What are your thoughts on Activision's new patent and trying to psychologically make gamers feel that they are, have to make microtransaction purchases?" So it's not a, cover, a story we've covered on the site, but Jack, um, it's something you kind of noticed the last few days. What was the the story here?
1: Yeah, so the it popped up a couple of days ago. It was a patent that they filed for in 2015, so ages and ages and ages ago. But they were just granted it. Um, this month. I think uh, Rolling Stone magazine picked up on it. But the basic premise behind it is that with matchmaking, um, their idea is to have kind of little systems under the hood, little engines that they can plug into it. So you've got one matchmaking module. Then in that, you've got a couple of different modules and they'll work hand in hand to decide who gets matched up with who. And the one of the examples they gave was a microtransaction system. Um, so that would l- try and match a <laughs> new player with somebody that's really, really good at the game to give them a disadvantage right off the bat. And then at the end of a match, it could kind of prompt them to buy a new gun, buy a new character, or buy something to help improve themselves more quickly. So it's effectively putting you at a disadvantage so that you feel by uh, parting with cash is going to be the best way to progress more quickly and give you make it fairer for yourself <laughs> fairer. which is a bit coming. Yeah.
0: <laughs> somebody at Activision did come out and said this was like a totally separate team to like Call of Duty this is like a development team who was working on this and it's never actually been implemented in any, mm-hmm. any games so it's not like if you're rubbish at college, it's because you're rubbish. It's not <laughs> you have not been yeah. hampered to, to to do microtransactions yet.
1: I think from it's it's very impressive from a developer standpoint. It's kind of like the just the high level idea of having a load of little systems that you can just plug in, almost yeah. like modules, and um, that's really cool. And you could utilize it for some like some other good things as well. Like, you could, if if you've got players that are constantly quitting or whatever, then you could have a module that kind of penalizes them and puts them against other players that constantly quit, players that are camping or other stuff like that. I think the example they gave was probably the wrong example, though, especially with all the kind of microtransaction controversy of the minute. Yeah. Like, if they'd been granted this back in 2015 when they filed for it, it probably would have just gone under the radar. But yeah.
0: Well, now, no, definitely not a good idea. Like a, it's it's not a a nice thing to be doing, is it? Like deliberately no going into matches and being deliberately hampered in how you're going to play just to try and get you to spend a few quid. And it, you're one of the I people think if who don't buy microtransactions, you could just get shafted for your entirety of playing the game.
1: I think they'd need to regulate it if it did happen. Like you'd almost need to plug your age in as well so they wouldn't offer it to anybody who was like under 18 or whatever or because they don't want to be kind of promoting that stuff to kids do they like if you've got a kid that plays Call of Duty you don't want them spending all your cash on your account and it's similar to all the iPad stuff isn't it where kids are buying shells or whatever in games and they've got no idea that it equates to real money at the end of the day
0: yeah, but like they could just point to the age rating and say it's an eighteen or a fifteen. Yeah, that's a
1: good
0: it's not point our fault. To, but, but yeah, they, I just can't see this making its way into games. No,
1: nah, it's a bit slimy, isn't it? Yeah, Even too slimy for gaming. <laughs> <But> <laughs> loot boxes is one thing, but this. No.
0: I could understand it if maybe you are playing a game, and you know it said, you got killed off this guy thirteen times. who was better than you. Do uh-huh. you know? he used this gun and you can maybe get it if you want it. But purposefully matching your two die a lot, then mm. that just seems shady as... Yeah, it does. Not a fan? No. <laughs> All right, will Cruz, he's asked, Will with Halloween approaching, will you guys celebrate by playing any horror games? If so, what titles?
1: I don't think I'm going to be celebrating because Halloween isn't really a thing that I'm... Uh it's it's not a thing I've ever celebrated really but I might chip out Resident Evil 7 from the shelf I uh, did one playthrough of that and haven't touched it since so now seems like good a time as any to jump back in and maybe try the more of a higher difficulty playthroughs I'll try and get some of those done so it was a very good game and I'd highly recommend it to anybody who does like horror games definitely worth a look
0: for me, like like you, Halloween just means nothing to me. Even though card shops keep trying to tell me it's a, it's a massive <sighs> thing. Like a, I, I have to take the kids out trick or treating, but other than that, like a, a zero interest in it. And <sighs> horror games, no interest in playing them. I just don't really enjoy them or anything. So that's a big fat <laughs> no from me. I'm afraid. <sighs> uh, Dave Chrome. He said uh, his first game he played was Pong, and uh, he really got into it in the ZM Spectrum 48K. Where did your gaming careers, <laughs> careers begin?
1: Ooh, for me, I think it was back on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, so the SNES. I remember playing Mario back in the day, and then it progressed on from there to the Nintendo 64 and then my brothers both got GameCubes but I went down the PlayStation route after that so I went PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 um, didn't go PlayStation 3 I switched over to the Xbox 360 at that point and skipped out the Xbox 1 I oh, skipped out the Xbox original right okay um, but it was just basically Mario back in the day
0: but have you pretty much had consoles like continuously throughout your childhood up to now yeah
1: pretty much yeah um yeah, as I say, started off with Super Nintendo, but the uh, first console was kind of like family consoles at that point, I suppose. So it was a console yeah. share between me and my brothers. Uh, but the PlayStation 2, or PlayStation 1 and the PlayStation 2, those were the first consoles that I got myself. Uh, I remember fond memories of Metal Gear Solid <laughs> <laughs> um, on uh, PlayStation 2. Really good game. And then achievements happened when I got the Xbox 360. It's been Microsoft ever since. So I
0: started off only because my brother. Well, I we had a computer when I was a kid, and it was like you know the old BBCs, and it went have cassette player, like a cassette player. So we we cassette had, tape, yeah. So we had one of them, but like the games were nothing. Like I, I remember messing about and stuff, but not really bothering. Then my brother got a Game Gear for his birthday which is October and because he got it and he saw him playing it I wanted one for Christmas he's like five years yeah. me, so I had to get one so I got a game gear and I was playing um, Sonic 1 um, and Castle of Illusion Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion Donald Duck uh-huh. Lucky Dime Capers <laughs> just kiddie little games and then we got a few years later like like you were like between us one Christmas we got a Mega Drive and then yeah. after that, I didn't really game for ages. Like, the, I missed the whole PlayStation 1 era completely. I was always out playing football. Like, that was all I did pretty much as a kid. How times have changed. <laughs> so I was out playing football all the time and just being with friends and stuff like that. Then I got, up, I did buy PlayStation 2s. Like, I'd buy them for one game and mess about with it for a few weeks and then kind of sell it on and then get another one of, like, a year later. So it was, like, a big gap for me until the 360 and then... Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff and achievements and now I end up working, doing gaming things, which is weird. <laughs> uh next question is from Ke. Uh will Far Cry five or Wolfenstein to be more of the same or have some new elements like how Shadow of War has tried to innovate?
1: I imagine they will have some new elements. I don't expect um Wolfenstein to have things that you can purchase to make your gameplay quicker yeah <laughs> i think that's gonna be more just story driven and story focused but it's um wolfenstein i played the new blood um way back and i originally started it and then i had some audio issues with it and didn't play for the longest time i picked it back up again and i was really annoyed that i hadn't persevered with it because it's such a good game so if it's continuing on from that and looking at all the trailers and just the graphics and like stuff happening in the trailers, it looks like it's going to be more of the same, which isn't a bad thing for I've me not
0: played State. any of them, I've got, I think I've got one of them, I can't remember which one it is here, but I've just not played it, is it just like a, a linear kind of story driven first person mm-hmm. shooter?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, You've got kind of a lot of... It's pretty linear, but there's some kind of exploring to do along the way. Like, you've got collectibles and stuff. And if you kind of go out of your way, you'll find kind of additional information. So you can play it as you want to. You can play with blinders on and just run through the story and not really learn anything. Or you can kind of learn the history of stuff as you're going around by picking up the collectibles and finding things. The gun mechanics and the weapons and just the kind of... Uh, the fluidity of it is really, really cool, um, and it looks stunning. It's uh, probably one of the best-looking games I've played on the Xbox One. So it'd be interesting to see. Um, I think this one is Xbox One X enhanced. So it will be interesting to see how good the Colossus looks on that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, that one, that trailer from E3. Like, even though I've not played the others. Like, I really want to play this one. Um, Far Cry 5, I think Far Cry and. I don't know, it's pretty set in its kind of formula. Far Cry 3, 4 were pretty similar. Primal was even pretty similar, except obviously you were using spears and things instead of guns. I can't see. Oh, they've got the three person thing going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, three different companions that you can kind of do things with and stuff I, I don't it's, think going, it's a going a
1: little, little bit, bit. bit Fallout-esque isn't it in that sense?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be <laughs>
1: no no I really. don't think it's going to be RPG <laughs> <But>.
0: <laughs> okay next question is from a Loving Legend I don't know whether this is achievement related or life related or what but he said can you give me an inspirational speech to get my motivation back so I thought who better to deliver it than uh, Shia LaBeouf or his name is <laughs>
1: You, you preloaded the uh, yeah. soundboard Yeah so here we go Do it Just <laughs> do it <laughs> Don't let your dreams be dreams Yesterday you said tomorrow So just do it Make your dreams come true Just do it Some people dream of success While you're going to wake up and work hard at it Nothing is impossible you should get to the point where anyone else would quit and you're not going to stop there no what are you waiting for do it
0: so I hope that inspired you to um...
1: I'm pretty inspired I'm going to do it (laughs) (laughs) just just do it
0: lots of times (laughs) I
1: don't know what doing it involves yet but
0: But whatever it is do it lots of times and just make sure you do it
1: That's pretty motivational
0: (laughs) Question from Jordan I'm guessing it's Pergison Should rare achievement status Be lowered from 10% I think it's 9% actually at the moment To 1% or some other percentage So you've got some little stats from.
1: Yeah I pulled some stats from Database quickly, I figured it'd be nice to Have some proper figures to put Against it Uh, But in total, at the minute, we've got 138,000 achievements on site, which is a lot.
0: A lot of achievements.
1: A lot of achievements, and the rarities attached to those. um, So their current figure is 9% or less is classed as a rare achievement, and that accounts for 70,000 achievements.
0: So over 50% are rare.
1: Yeah, it's almost 50% of the achievements are rare of the minute which seems crazy yeah. so I think lowering it would potentially be good and we've got some little brackets in here just to give you an idea of um, what number of achievements fit into other bands so if we went with 5% or less as rare then it'd be 54,000 achievements which is only 16,000 less still, so still a significant amount uh, if we went for 1% or less as you've suggested it would be 22,000 achievements, which is a little bit better Yeah. but if we went for 0.5% or less, we get down to 15,000 achievements which seems like a pretty good number in my mind, I don't know why because it's almost just under or just over 10% yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah even the 1% or less
0: 22,000
1: mm. 20- yeah, 1% or less is still pretty high, still good
0: no, but it seems like a lot. Like a, to me, a rare achievement is. is
1: yeah, rare. Does. It's, Like
0: having over half the achievements rare doesn't make sense.
1: It's worth knowing that some of their data for the rare stuff seems really dubious. Like Windows Phone titles, they seem just way off for some reason. Right. And it's we obviously don't know how they're calculating that stuff. It's just a figure they chuck out at the end of the day. And they say this is the percentage of people who've unlocked it, but that could be totally false. There's some achievements which. Like uh, unobtainable, which have rarities, so they're obviously not factoring in people that have potentially cheated the achievements or not unfactoring people, I should say. Sorry, yes, or unfactoring for that, yeah. But yeah, I think one percent would be better, definitely. I think it could be lowered, and it don't know how much of a difference it'd make for people actually trying to seek out rare achievements.
0: It definitely seems weird though, like how. Whenever you play a game, like every other achievement is rare. like It kind of loses that whole sparkly, diamond like thing. Yeah, it'd almost
1: be better for them to flag up stuff that isn't rare,
0: wouldn't it? Pretty much. Okay, that's all for the questions this week. Thanks for sending them in. There was loads of us, but obviously we have to trim it down a bit. And uh, Mike, for the question of the week, I shall get in touch with you and give you a glimpse of what you can pick from our massive sack.
1: Can I get a peek into Dave's sack? What a treat. What a treat.
0: All right. So how many achievement lists have we had this week, Jack?
1: We have had loads, Dave. <laughs> okay. Loads. Uh, so biggie of the week. We had South Park for Fractured But Whole. Thirty-five achievements for a thousand gamers. Gone some very funny achievement names. So, uh, <laughs> some very very uh, on the kind of in the grey area of potential acceptability. Uh,
0: yeah, not, of not of, quite it's correct to this. Yeah, like
1: but you can always expect their uh, South Park to do that. They do save <laughs> the shows for no one at the start, don't they? Yeah. But uh, then we had Rogue Trooper Redux with thirty-three achievements. ACA Neo Geo Robo Army. Mm. Hold. Hold that four.
0: It's the giveaway horn.
1: <laughs> oh, the giveaway horn. That's the only horn you want to hear. <laughs>
0: so this week we are giving away a code for Ikimu, Splinters of the Dark Shard. We have streamed that. I don't know if you can remember any of it, Jack.
1: Yeah, this was the weird one where I found um, there was an object on the map of pot and if you walked into it, it'd make your character go invisible <laughs> if, you, if you moved really slowly. Um, and there are also bits where you're supposed to like, flick levers to progress and open gates on a level, and you can just jump over them if you time it right. And... Was
0: this the one with like the lava where you're running towards the screen?
1: Yes, this was one with the lava where you're running towards the screen, and we actually got stuck in it. I right. defeated a boss, and I was just on a platform surrounded by lava, and I could go nowhere. From that point, it's probably like a skill I was supposed to use, but I ignored a cutscene or something key.
0: You're not really um, selling this one, Jack.
1: But yeah, it was it, it was interesting. It was really so, good. Yeah. We, we liked yeah. it. It was really good, <laughs> but it lists off a load of cons. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, okay, the first part of this code is RV46T, V6W4G, vy 9 and then I'll do the rest of the code a little bit later. Okay. So, where were we up to? Jack? I'll throw I'll some more in. cons
1: and then we might be able to give it away <laughs> next week as well. Nobody would have claimed it. Uh, so, we got down to ACA Neo Geo Robo Army with a standard 12 achievements. Okay. We had Abyss the Wraiths of Eden with 20 achievements. That's
0: an Artsy Effects Mundu game, I think.
1: Uh, okay, point and click. Yeah. Interesting. Um, The Mummy Demastered with 37 achievements. This looks pretty interesting. So the screenshot I saw it's based on the um, new Mummy film. You know, the one with uh, Uh, Tom Watts' face in it. Um, But it's a demastered version and it's pretty much a clone of Metal Slug. (laughs) okay. From what I can see. So it's kind of like they've taken Metal Slug just kind of used that as a basis and changed the assets and stuff out. Um... I don't know if it's as much of a copy as I make it out, because I've just seen screenshots, but that's the way it looked. But it looks pretty fun, though. Eh? Um, we've only got seven people on site with it, and one person's finished it, so didn't have a lot of publicity, I don't think. No. It's only 2,500 TA, okay. so worth looking into if you like Metal Slug. Uh, we had a second version of The Evil Within 2 pop up, a Japanese release with 51 achievements. Um we've had three new Windows titles hit, and these are mixed reality titles. It seems like it's gonna be the first of a bit of a set of games. So we had Lunar, Form, and Super Hot VR all hit, and they have 17, 10, and 25 achievements respectively, all for a thousand score each. Which is cool. Um we've had Wheel of Fortune hit, which is a new release on the Xbox One, and I think they're doing a double pack of games for this. So there is another kind of game show coming out as well. I've forgotten what that one is though. Um, there's a double pack that they're going to be sold in there. So two games for the uh, 2000 gamer score. Uh, we had Wee Sing Pop Hit with 26 achievements. The Ashes Cricket with 32 achievements. And Maria the Witch with 28 achievements. And just for one DLC this week. But it's a free DLC and it's a free DLC for an amazing game it's the Lost Light DLC in Candleman and it adds five achievements for 500 gamer score that's what we like so if you've got Candleman we'll link to I suppose we can link to the store page or something or the page of the podcast notes it's well worth just going and picking up the DLC why not
0: absolutely and it's a great game Um, I had a quick look before there's like five people already completed it looks like a similar kind of thing do you know Collect all the candles in a level type thing. So I, I'm going to be playing that later. I think I really enjoyed the game. Well, so we've got right. new releases.
1: Today we've got the Lost Light DLC, which we just spoke about in Candleman. We've got real farm coming out, not the fake one. <laughs> uh, the <but> real, <laughs> real one. Uh, this looks like, I don't know if it's for farming sim guys, but these all seem to have kind of a pretty standard list of...
0: Uh, so that is from the people. You remember, you you've had you've done a couple of ID streams and they've also <coughs> sent in some physical copies?
1: Ah, yes. Yeah, so the the two
0: games okay. are very similar. Yeah, it's, it's from them.
1: We played Earthlock Festival of Magic, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, interesting. And Area with an extra E, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, then up after that, we've got the inner world, the last wind monk. And the Jackbox Party Pack 4 and the Abyss the Wraiths of the Eden. That's it for Friday. Uh, next Monday we've got Away Camp Butcher's Cut, which I haven't heard of. Uh, sounds intriguing though. And then on the Tuesday we've got Just Dance 2018 on the Xbox 360.
0: Appearing. I'm sure Rich will be all over that.
1: Yep, And the Xbox One version as well So a stackable uh, Repeller Fishing Pro Series Coming out on the I've just realised we don't have a platform on those panels Coming out on the Xbox One as well The Mummy Demastered Ah, okay, that could be why The Mummy Demastered hasn't Got so many players <laughs> yet, because it's not out yet um, So that'll be hitting on Tuesday Along with We Sing Pop and Road Rage then on Wednesday we've got uh, Memories of Old or AER, uh, Nightmare Boy and Numantia Then on Thursday we've got Just Dance coming out in a couple of different regions so that is Australia and the EU uh, followed by ACA Neo-GO Mutation Nation which sounds interesting and then I'll leave the, uh, the rest for next week yeah, but
0: Friday's back. Next Friday's rammed. Okay. Looking forward to next Friday. Okay, and then unfortunately I'll have to go away after that week and then not play them games that I'm looking forward to playing, unfortunately. No, no. All right, so let's give away the rest of that code. So uh, the second part is PXVXXJ9RGZ. So go and get that. Thanks for listening. Jack, you're not with us next week, I believe.
1: No, I'm away next week, so...
0: Okay, uh, Rich should be back though, so it'll be me and Rich and maybe we can drag somebody else into a take your place if we're a bit more organized this week. Thanks for listening and I'll see you later.
1: Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye.